Hey everyone, welcome to Heim Dollars Home. This is Celtic God speaking. We're trying something different with Mike, so let me know if we sound better or worse, or that you can't tell. Um, but yeah, um, today's episode is the future is bright. Um, Mike will be joining us in just a moment, and uh, Hans Hugren is with us today. So uh, go ahead and fill in some time there, Hans. Say hello. <laughs> hey everyone, hope everyone's doing good. Uh, yeah, managed to jump in right in time too. Made. It, it woke up in a puddle of drool because he is, he is so tired today. Said, whoa, I'm supposed to be doing something. I <laughs> uh, hope everyone can appreciate my severe sacrifice in sleep today. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, you'll get plenty of sleep when you're, after you're dead, you'll get plenty of rest. You'll be like, let uh, me out of this damn box. I somehow doubt that though. It's like in the afterlife, they may actually come pull us by the ear. Guys, we need you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, so. <laughs> would you like to say hello, Ike? Hello. All right, apparently that's all that we get from Mike. Um, but yeah, uh, one of the things that we want to talk about today is we're not doing it right now, but in a couple weeks we'll be taking a hiatus. We're not quite sure how long yet as we reformat um, the, the program, um, make some, some shifts and some changes, mostly to presentation. Uh, the message isn't going anywhere, but mostly to presentation. And I also wanted to let everybody know that the uh, the magazine, this new issue, uh, which name did you finally settle on? Groundsau? Groundsau. Groundsau. Uh, we're getting that out to the editor, or not to the editor, but out to the publisher tonight so everything is looking good um but yeah i mean we we got have so much going on um people working so schedules are, are shifting so we're we got to figure out how to work around that uh people's getting new jobs uh we're working on what four books simultaneously and like six projects besides the um a, a total for a total of six projects i think besides the uh the podcast so yeah, we need to restructure things so that we can focus on how to best achieve our goals. So I, I hope everybody's uh, good with that because it is going to happen and we want everybody to come along for the ride with us. Yeah, and it's going to be pretty much the same thing. The only difference is going to be is that what we're doing is we're essentially, we're assessing where we where we are the journey we've had because we've been doing this almost a year. Well, I'm pretty much once I start having chest pains, yeah, it's we, time to slow down on something. Yes, and um, we're we're figuring that we'll slow down on the on the uh, podcast at least for a while at, after the uh, the hiatus, so that we can focus on getting these books out. Well, and part of it is that. Um, we have a lot of projects and we're reshuffling the priorities because yes. the podcast was on the top of the pile and now it's going more in the middle. Yeah. And we'll be refocusing more towards the publications and stuff, especially because when we first started, the magazine was just a PDF we gave to the audience for free. Yeah. And now it's, 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 it's becoming actual, a thing, which is good. It's good. It's, 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 it's very it's good. Of, it's I, I mean... Growth. When, we, when you have to stop and prioritize what it is that you're doing and how it is that you're going to do it, that's actually a good thing. Yes. I know that we see all kinds of, this is actually a good thing, news articles, but no, this is actually a good thing. Yes, and 
we've also had our most common complaint, which I think is kind of funny, is we're too prolific. Right. You guys do too much. So we listen. We are doing too much. We will slow down a little bit so everybody else can keep up and so that we can focus on these other things, which require just uh, uh, time. They yes. require time. So how do you make time? You stop doing some other things. Precisely. And we will be streaming on YouTube again uh, mm -hmm. instead of DLive because DLive is basically... Well, we appreciate all the lemons. They are worth precisely whatever DLive says they're worth. And DLive pretty much just got not as bad as YouTube, but it's trending there quickly, but yes. without the audience uh, to, or the uh, ability to stream us properly. Uh, to yeah, the buffering issue. I mean, we're all painfully aware of that. And I've done everything I can with my potato. I, I, I hot-wired it and plugged it into extra juice. And yeah, I've got my potato trying to run like a, like a pumpkin, and it's, it's just not quite big enough. Yeah, we need a fairy godmother up in here. Right. But... Yeah, so just perhaps real quickly, maybe for, you know, for all of you guys who've been sending us you know, these lemons and ninja guineas and what, all of that stuff, uh, it's appreciated, but be careful. Because, you know, yeah, if if D-Life can just make up whatever it's worth, I do not know how that reflects on someone's wallet, so to say. But, you know, can't be careful with that stuff now. Right, yeah. So if you, if, if you give us a Ninjagini, which I think is worth $12 originally, is what they were, what people paid in for it. Right, yeah. Don't don't buy lemons anymore. No, it was... We're going to try and cash these out. Uh, because we do have enough lemons, at least the way that it was, I could cash them out. But don't don't buy lemons no more. We no. will still fling the lemons back and forth for now, but don't buy them. If you want to support us financially, you can go to Wilder Homes Project, uh, Wilder Homes Project GoFundMe, um, or you can support us uh, d directly on Anchor FM. 99 I think it goes down to 99 cents a month 499 or there's another one I think 999 a month um we will be at the end of this month, and even the 99 cents those are really appreciated uh, at the end of this month we will be shutting down the subscribe star yeah partially because uh, we don't actually really like doing it because it kind of amounts to in our own circles, it typically is personified as e-bagging. Right. And uh, we started it up because some people suggested we do it. And it's just become a, a thing. Right. Oh, and we're toying around with uh, with changing the name of the show. I mean, it's still going to be me, me, the Antler One, and Hans. But we're, we're toying around with the name of, uh, with the idea of changing the name. We don't know what to yet. We will let you guys know. Because we're still going to, uh, even on our hiatus... We will still be uh, posting to to uh, the Telegram. Telegram. Um, I will, think that we closed out the Instagram. The Heimdaller's home Instagram, but my personal Instagram is going to become our new Instagram, and it's probably actually going to become the group Instagram. Right. Um, so we, we will keep posting to keep you guys not, notified of what's going on, and like if we change, if we do change the name, what it's going to be changed to, because honestly, we don't know yet. We're still bouncing ideas around. Um, so, and we're, we're currently toying with the idea of posting, doing the live streams when we go back to YouTube, um, posting it to what is currently the Antler One's um, YouTube channel. So make sure to follow that. Can you get them a, a, yeah, a link and read that off? 
uh, the, the antlered one on YouTube, and then we'll just change, like we did for my personal channel before, we'll just change everything, reformat everything to fit yeah, the, um, the podcast. Because originally we switched to CGs um, because there was some other stuff going on on my channel, but I've kind of, for anyone who's been following me already, uh, the channel, I've pretty much done what I wanted to do with it with the formats that I've had. Mm -hmm. And I actually kind of want to move on to doing lore because I, I've said my pieces on plenty of things and honestly, I'm not really interested in getting directly involved with, you know, the certain subgroups in paganism because I am so diametrically opposed to a lot of what they think. And it just turns into a... Uh, well, it's like that story of Harbaugh. Well, anyways, what what we're trying to do is get back on the track Rather of what we was uh, originally doing, which we are still doing that, even though some people think that we've stopped. But um, basically just chopping off the edges and getting a little bit more streamlined. Basically, this first year was uh, us test baking uh, stuff. And uh, every once in a while, we had a wrong ingredient in there, or we did some, or uh, we cooked too long, or we cooked too little... Uh, we ended up with doughy, burns, etc., etc. Now we know how to make a good loaf of sourdough. And this does not mean that we are going to slow down. Far from it. The hiatus is actually going to be very work -oriented. Well, part of, the, part of the reason for the hiatus is me and Aethelwolf, and granted, it was already formatted, I guess. Uh, 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 there was a template layout. Yeah, it was, it was already in the template. But me and Aethelwolf did in two weeks-ish... What it usually takes a, a crew of 30 people, six months to do. So we want to do the next magazine even better. So as soon as this one goes in, pretty much we... we I'm basically going to demand that Aethel Wolf take like a week off um, just to rest. Um, because he's still doing his commissions and whatnot. And then that way we can get right back into it and get this next magazine out on time. Precisely, and take our time with it. So if we're if we're not um, doing three three podcasts a day, which I know it seems like on the other end of it, well, it's, that's just two hours a day. Each one of these podcasts consumes between four and eight hours of my day. Yes, between posting, between downloading, between getting everything it. set up, ready to go, and then the fatigue, editing, the fatigue from it. It's a full time job in and of itself, and. Um, yeah, it's, we would rather not be doing these extremely long streams. Well, not even extremely long, but these two-hour long streams, because first of all, we've noticed people typically listen to it in one-hour chunks. Right, so make it easier for everybody in the audience to also follow. follow. Yeah, precisely. But also, we don't want to uh, do a stream uh, that where we end up repeating ourselves too much. I mean, inevitably, people end up repeating their core tenets, um, but on the same token, we don't want people to waste their time. We know time is precious, and we really thank you for listening to us. Right. Time is money. We don't want to waste yours, and we don't want you guys wasting ours. And this whole year has been a lot of trial and error. We tried certain things, and they didn't work out. Like uh, the Heimdaller's Home Instagram. Um, that was an interesting uh, trial and error. Uh, we had... Uh, Nearly 100 people following it before I uh, deactivated it. And I did a poll 
as to does anyone actually listen to does anyone who follows this Instagram actually listen to our uh, our podcast? And I only had one person answer, and it was no. <laughs> and that was pretty much when I was like, I don't know why people are following a Instagram that is only advertisement for a podcast they do not listen right. to. But hey, uh, but it did tell me that that's one thing we can clip from our uh, roster of things we need to do. Right. Well, and with the um, with the taking the hiatus thing, there when we first mentioned it, there were some people that was concerned that we was giving up. We are not giving up. We're not going anywhere. I actually hope we're hoping that by streamlining, we can actually produce more. Precisely. Uh, and I know that we we do not want to give up. We don't well, want. I want to give Hans a moment here to interject and, and, and say something because I know he, he's, he's now uh, working, I believe, a full-time job. It's, it's grunt work, pretty much, which is perfect work for a, a good pagan man, lifting shit up and shoveling and planting stuff and stuffy stuff. Well, the, yeah. Go ahead. It's uh, something I started doing. Uh, yeah, let's say recently, uh, after a short, I suppose, break between jobs, I guess. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, but it's it's not too different, I suppose, from, let's say, the past few months in that, yeah, it's going to take up uh, quite a lot of time. I mean, that's just the nature of, nature of a job, right? Mm-hmm. It's to uh, waste, I mean... <laughs> spend your time <laughs> a lot um, there and um, uh, I do still intend to try and make a video at least once a week on my own YouTube channel Answer Grim for those who are curious uh, but I, I must stress try um, I'm now trying and I'm now in uh, the first stages it's a bit rough for me because I'm still well, I'm getting back used, uh, yeah, getting used to it again. I haven't done this kind of job that I'm doing now in a while, and oh well, it's uh, <clears throat> physically it's quite taxing. So yeah, I need a bit of more recovery than I will in, in let's say a week or two. Then then everything will be fine again, just as it always was. Right, and, um, and really all of us, we've been um, working on all this stuff so much, we've been kind of neglecting our physical health, so we, we need to get back into that. Yes, precisely. As, as you attested to the first day that, that you started this uh, new job, you was like, oh, I felt fine all day, and then I stopped moving. Yeah, at, at the very least, you can still walk, because I've had days where I have done a lot of physical work, and then the next day, I am like, Lurching like a mummy. <laughs> I'm trying to get all my stretches in, um, but I guess I'm not. Uh, I, there are a few stretch methods that I'm lacking, uh, but you know that's. Oh well, I'll get over that stuff. It'll be fine. Um, well, and I would suggest too because we already have a couple things pre-recorded for the uh, for the podcast platform um, for when we're when we're off. But, um, you know, I'm hoping that we can get together at, like, random times, uh, the three of us, just have a conversation and post that there as well. Um, So, 
I'm hoping that we'll have a few podcasts up on the pl- podcast platform while we're taking our hiatus because we're, we're still going to talk to each other. Um, it, but it'll lessen the, the load while we rearrange everything. So make sure to keep an eye out for us on the, on the uh, podcast platforms. Because there, there'll be things on there that we just aren't going to bother with the streaming aspect of it. Precisely. And it's pretty much, we're refocusing. We're going to be less spread out. So that means that there's going to be more of a concerted effort altogether. All three of us are going to be a bit more focused. And, all, and uh, we're also going to be doing more blog posts and stuff like that and actually... It's actually going to be more work overall. It'll just be fewer podcasts. Well, and it'll be less spread around as well. Yeah, so it'll all be... Basically, you won't have to follow, you know, seven, eight different channels. And just a heads up, today's show might be shorter than usual. Yeah, we're... We are planning on making the shows a bit shorter. So, like, this one will probably go about an hour. Probably, because one of the ideas that we was playing with is... When we go over to YouTube, we do an hour of, let's say, child-friendly. Ch- child-friendly streaming. And then go over to the, um, and then we'll do our podcast recording, where we take off the kid gloves and we actually have real grown-up talk. Yes. And my channel, uh, we're going to do pretty much the same thing that we did with uh, CG's channel when we first switched it over to Heimdaller's Home. We are going to delete most of the black backlog. So if anybody is a fan of any of my videos and they want them to stick around, I will be transferring the story ones over to a new channel. But the but a lot of them will be deleted. Right. And then we'll 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 keep everybody appraised of everything as we shuffle stuff around. But the the reason that we're thinking about transferring over to the Antlered One's current YouTube channel is because it has a hundred more subs than the Heim Dollar Home sub. Uh, channel, which gets us closer to that 1,000, because everybody's uh, everybody keeps asking us about uh, what are those things called super where you, you send the people money? They're uh, super chats, super chats, or or ad revenues from commercial breaks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, well, a hundred subs, dead or live, doesn't matter. It actually makes a difference on that. And we will be pruning our backlog most likely, and it's pretty much for one very simple reason, is we have a ludicrous amount of shows, and uh, new people coming in will try to listen to the whole backlog. Oh yeah, and they're behind like 200. Yeah, they're behind like 60, <laughs> 70 shows. We have done hey. a lot of shows in one year. There, What's that? There are some heroes out there who've actually muscled their way through most, if not all of them. So, uh... <laughs> Congrats to those people. That's uh, off. Yes, he just saluted and, everything. Yeah, and uh, thank you for the compliments. Those people who have done so, they clearly liked what they heard. <laughs> to me, that is a compliment. Right, and we're going. Uh, another thing that we're going to try and do because I, I've noticed for a long time that we have a bit of an echo um, through the the big mic that we have set because me and Ike we 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 uh, stream together in the same physical location. So, I've noticed that there's a bit of an echo. We're going to try and solve that issue. Uh, we're going to try. We're going to try. I promise nothing. But we are going to try. Well, a lot of what... The I, I think a lot of it is because uh, of, the apartment uh, is live. pretty spartan. 
So noise echoes off from the walls. Yeah, I think I might invest finally in a bookcase. I've been avoiding doing it, but I think I might do that just because it might help with the echo a bit, but we're pretty Spartan. There's pretty much training area, work area, and then our beds are put away during the daytime when we're not using them. And for anybody that's curious, his on one side, mine on the other. Yes, never the twain. It, it's a barracks. It's a barracks, but not a uh, bunk bed. Yes. But, um, yeah, it's, we're going to continue doing the stuff people like and that we like to do. Right. Because we don't really want to keep doing things that neither we nor the audience really enjoy. Right. Um, on the same, t and we, uh, we want to focus more on what we actually care about, which is our people. It's uh, the potential for a pagan village, which is our end goal. It's our ethnic faith, our culture, our people's health. That is what which we we've been we've been talking about health a lot while we neglect our own. Yes, because it, is, it, it's gotten to the point where it is difficult to find time to lift weights or go for a walk or feeling guilty for doing it. Well, and on, especially on that topic, um, like for example, the God of the Day book. Mm -hmm. I've been I got the first draft done, and now I have to go back and make sure that the actual book is done. And I'm going back bit by bit. But when I have, you know, six, seven hours uh, from the podcast and then, you know, I'm also working uh, quite a few hours at my job. Uh, and trying to write other posts and other posts and working on the magazine because Ike's been put, putting his hand in there, too. He goes through and, and checks all the edits and make sure everything. I have read the magazine several at. times over. Right. Me and Aethel Wolf, we, we've been working on the uh, presentation part. And again, I have to say, we managed to do. A Herculean effort. We accomplished the impossible. We did in uh, approximately two weeks, because that's 14 days, what typically takes a crew of people six months to do. So well done to Jeff and Ethel Wolf. Well done. And basically this stream is us saying we're looking forward to what, are, what we're doing in the future. The future is bright. We are moving on but also staying in the same place, I right. guess is the way to put it. Pretty much just streamlining, uh, remembering that we got our health. Um, friend of mine, he's looking forward to uh, us getting together and us sparring with each other, maybe walking away with black eyes and bloody noses, maybe not. But yeah, I gotta get in shape for him. He's, he's younger than I am, and he trains. I don't wanna have to cheat that much. Looks like we have <laughs> more echo this time. Oh no, okay. Uh, I will just move the mic back to where it was then. But it seemed like a good idea. It was a good idea on paper. But the main thing for people to sort of understand is that we are going to. Whoops. Uh, we are going to keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, we aren't stopping. Um, In fact, we aren't even slowing down. No, no, it's just reshuffling everything. And it's so that we can actually do more. Um, because, let's be honest, money is an issue, which means that we have to do, we have to focus on other areas where we can make money, like books. It's not that we don't love the podcast and, and, and love talking to you guys, but it's, um, currently the audience is so low, it's really, it's just a business decision. Well, business and health, because I noticed the other day I was getting chest pains. Yeah. 
addressing about the uh, the upcoming podcast. How are we going to do this? What are we going to talk about? Oh my goodness, I got to uh, write this up, and I haven't worked on uh, the book that I'm writing for a couple few days because I was getting another project set up and ready to go uh, that we're working on as a group. And just as like anybody else, sometimes it gets to be a little bit too much. And hopefully the echo's a little better now. I, I moved it back where it was, so. But basically, uh, for those of you who just showed up, we are, we're basically announcing that we, uh, not now, but in about uh, three weeks. We're, we're figuring um, middle of May. Middle of May to middle yeah. of June. What, what was that, Hans? I think for the next few streams that we'll do, we just mention it on each stream. Yeah. So most you know as many people as possible can catch it in time right. and again just to figure out yeah to figure things out it's uh, it's actually a good thing believe it or not <laughs> yeah. and, and really honestly it's something that we've been dragging our feet on it's not something that we wanted to do it's something that we need to do so well, it's we got set in our ways we got set basically we kept doing the same thing and we didn't want to streamline it and we kind of just we tried to keep all the bells and whistles, but that just makes us look like uh, the the peddler in a uh, Legend of Zelda game, and not like uh, someone the not like Zelda. Yeah, well, not but, Zelda Link. Zelda's right. the chick. Sorry, um, but yeah, it's, it shows how much I play video games. I only know because it's hard to avoid nerds. But yeah, it's it, it's a thing. Um, I, I like to think people will be excited to see more writing coming out. So not just blogs on the wilderhomesproject.life uh, site, which if you haven't checked that out, that's I'll have more time as well to uh, to shuffle that around, streamline that, make it prettier, more interactive. Uh, we'll get more content up on there because we'll have more time. Um, and it'll give us something that we can present to the world to make this happen. And again, we really appreciate everybody that, that's come along with us so far and will continue with us on the way. Yes, and that doesn't mean that during the hiatus nothing will be coming out. Right. It might be a bit more sparse, but we already... I mean, the, basically all that's going to happen is we're going to stop live streaming for two to four weeks. Oh, excuse me. So that that's the bulk of what's going to end up happening is we're just going to stop live streaming for two to four weeks as we shuffle everything around. And um, the podcasts, we're hoping that there will still be some podcasts, so make sure to... Um, so, um, yeah, we're, we're hoping that there will still be some podcasts, so make sure to, to keep checking the podcast for, for updates on there as well while we're, while we're gone. And um, today, that's mostly what we wanted to talk about, is that this is going to be happening. And... We're actually excited about it because we're already formulating a plan of how to maximize what it is that we can get done on this hiatus. And to develop new habits like, I don't know, get up, work out, take shower, eat breakfast, work out, work on stuff, work out, work on stuff, work out, go uh, take shower, go to bed. So we can actually help everybody out. We can actually do all the work we want to do. We can actually get the projects focused and moving forward while not neglecting ourselves. 
Because yeah. both me and CG have workaholic uh, personality types. Right, so we just have to shift what, what kind of work it is that we're doing. Is it computer work or is it work of, of lifting weights and going for walks? To, to make sure that when the time comes, we can do what our people actually require of us physically. Well, and I will say, um, like we said, the... Um, well, uh, while you're gathering your thoughts, I'm going to thank Duke, Duke Rufus uh, for your support in this. And, Jim, I want to thank you for letting us know that the Echo actually got worse in that new position. Yes, thank you, Jim and Duke. And while we're on hiatus, because this will actually probably be what happens, about right before or right after we go on hiatus, the magazine will probably come out. So keep an eye for that. Um, and then also the... Um, We'll be working on the second magazine. I'll be working on the book. Uh, I'll be working a full-time job, and we'll get everything sorted. And I am actually significantly looking forward to where we go from here. And myself, CG, Hans, we all are doing what we can, and we're all going to keep doing what we can. And I, I personally am excited that we're going to be able to uh, ho hopefully uh, be able to. Well, I, they call me the lore keeper, so uh, I'd like to keep. I'd like to bring lore a bit more in than I have been lately. I will admit. Well, that I'm wondering if the people in the audience would like to hear. I don't know one page um, of the book that I've been writing on. It's just the intro part of the uh, sure of we, the book on hospitality. Would you guys like to hear that? Um, could have Ike read it because he's got the best reading voice and reads smoother. Uh, just uh, do we, I don't have it. Well, if they don't want to hear it, I'm not going to force them to hear it. Um, and then I can also read a section from... From uh, the magazine? From the magazine and give people a little taste of what we have. All right. So um, while you guys decide and get back to us whether you want to hear that or not, I'm going to cut here for a commercial break for the podcast. And... Again, thank you everybody that listens to the podcast. It actually does help out a lot. So what are you planning on doing um, during the hiatus besides doing some um, uh, some of the videos, Hans? Um, I know that you're working on other projects, but I'm not 100% sure on what it is. I suggest some more axe training. <laughs> You, you can never go. You can never go wrong with more axe training. A lot of endurance. Uh, yeah, that involves a lot of endurance exercising. Um, as is, it's um, yeah. You know, if you just have an axe and you you can practice with it, and it hasn't be it ha doesn't need to be about being violent or anything. Quite the opposite. An axe is a tool. It's uh, it's perfect. Actually, uh, what would be a good example? Um, actually juggling a little bit with it is something I'm practicing now. I have whacked myself quite often with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know that you're doing it right is when you whack yourself. <laughs> and when you whack yourself with an axe, I can promise you that mistake is not going to come a second time. <laughs> I have a track record of making uh, mistakes only once with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do, I've been doing it for a while now and you, know, you just get stronger wrists. Your, you just your hand grip becomes uh, tougher, stronger. However you want to put it, and um, 
Well, didn't you, wasn't your nephew trying to do that one exercise that that I suggested to you, where you hold the axe out at arm's length, tip it back, and kiss the backside of the uh, the head? <laughs> yeah, uh, he um, he saw me do an exercise with it, and he wanted to he wanted to mimic me. So he, uh, yeah, of course, still holding it. Um, I let him grab the handle, but. <laughs> He, he just started kissing the haft. <laughs> he didn't quite get it. <laughs> well, he is short. He, he is short, so... Yeah, he, it would... Um, yeah, the axe is longer than he is, so... <laughs> Bit of an issue there. But yeah. Um, well, we're also working on that role-playing game, too. Um, so that's something else yeah. that we'll be able to dedicate a little bit more time to, at least to get it started, so that we can start... Um, Maybe maybe demonstrating it on air or at, at least working it out together in, in private. So yeah, we got that going on. Um, that's actually a good point to bring up as well. You know, we are actually working on all manners of. Uh, you know, entertainment is important, and entertainment is uh, is a what you might say a quick roadway to the soul, and we. And it has been abused, and everyone knows this. You know, just the word Hollywood has become a, a byword for um, malicious, a byword for malicious uh, propaganda, uh, politically. Um, no, wait, not um, trying to. You know, it, yeah, influencing people, manipulating them, uh, showing people. Yeah, when people's uh, defenses are down when they're watching entertainment unfortunately uh, a good many of them can be uh, what you might call yeah programmed that's often why they call it a program when you're watching TV now what that's uh, said to me is well you know of course there is that game that uh, CG is predominantly working on I have started and this is just practice for now, uh, writing movie scripts. And whether it's realistic that these movies will ever be there or not, stays in the middle. It would be great if we eventually can get there. Um, if not, it's a good practice in story writing altogether, which I really am fond of anyways. I'm always having a good time with that. So, who knows, maybe something for the future too. And these scripts are written from a perspective nobody has ever seen on the screen before which is the perspective of our people if you so will that is to say our people's uh, mindset without any uh, non-white influences of any nature even if these non-white influences are practiced by whites that has never at any point in time appeared on the screen except by accident and that is an uh, that is an affront to all of us. So, and you know, it's it's not that that's going to be the only or main emphasis. It's going to just be present, but it's still going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be, I suppose, uh, moving. I would say moving, and then let people decide uh, what the end result will be once we get there. I think it would be a great, great fun. Plus. Uh, these big industries 
who are known for um, all manner of hideous practices happening behind the screen, you know, to uh, to drop in a pun there. Yeah, time for uh, a bit of healthy competition to show up. And uh, it doesn't even just need to be me, it doesn't even need to be the few of us. But we will definitely do our part. I will definitely do my part in that. If people accept that, all the better. Uh, so yeah, there is that. Um, because entertainment is important. You need to be able to throw up your legs on the table, so to say, and just sit back and have a good time. Without uh, any mental or physical strain attached to it, I, I right. suppose. Laughing and joking, it's important. Um, unless there was something else that you wanted to throw in there, I was going to have, um, have Ike start doing his readings. All right, and I can read one little out thing from the... Whichever Hosp one you want to do first. All right, let's do hospitality, and then um, then we can do... I'm thinking I'm going to do the letter from the editor that I wrote. That way, because I've already read some of the other pieces, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Right. So, I'm going to read the hospitality first. Right. And this is just one page, which shows just how complex the idea of hospitality is. Because this is only one piece of one piece of one part of hospitality. Yes, and it's probably going to end up being a 300-page book when CG is done with it. So this is just from the introduction. And it's just one page of the introduction. The introduction is, what, three pages? Yes. So I, I, I want to stress that. It's just one page out of the introduction. And then I think after we do both of these, uh, we might call it short. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we we still got to talk to everybody uh, and coordinate for the coordination. Precisely. Hospitality. Hospitality holds an intrinsic and even instinctual place in the blood of the Hyperborean people. But what is hospitality? Hospitality is, in reality, an agreement. A contract of behavior between individuals, groups, or even entire peoples with responsibilities and expectations placed upon both parties which extends into nearly every aspect of daily life. The host, as well as the guest, and should never offer nor accept hospitality lightly. Customs of hospitality are still carried on to this very day. The current ritual of hospitality, as people understand it, begins from the moment you, can, you step onto a person's property and begin the approach to the door of their home. That feeling that washes over you. That uncertainty if you have never been there before or are unexpected. That feeling of welcoming when you approach a close friend's or dear family member's home. That sense of dread or that empty feeling that you experience upon your initial approach. This is part of the experience and bond that is hospitality. It incorporates the intention of the guest as well as the host. One might describe it as the casting of a magic spell, the initial component in a binding ritual. One might also describe it as the realization of responsibility and the depth of a contract soon to be made or broken. This is an extension of an ancient pact between our peoples, one that runs deep in our blood and our very bones, and has been broken many times over the millennia by both ourselves and by others. Even though many are completely unaware of this reality, we instinctively know this to be true. What we do with that instinctive knowledge, on the other hand, is a completely different question altogether. In the example to follow, we will find ourselves continuing this ancient tradition of guests. So we find ourselves making the approach to the home of the soon-to-be hosts. Will we be welcomed? Will we be met with distrust or even hostility? 
In today's world, we understand the second to be most likely, and as trust is currently a precious commodity that is jealously guarded, leading to a distrust that is understandably to be expected. So then comes the next part of the ritual, carried out since time immemorial, the knock. Once this would have been a hailing of the host, and in many ways still is. This may have been performed with a hearty or whispered call, perhaps even a challenge, depending on the intention of the guest calling upon the host. A man's home is his castle. We have all heard this many times and chuckled to ourselves at the silly image that is called to mind of a little man in a little stone hovel, which he insists is a lord's manor or some grand fortress. However, this statement is no joke, and is in reality far more literal than many assume. Our homes made of solid walls, a sturdy roof, a solid door barring easy entry, these things indeed are the things of fortifications. While it is true, most of us may not live in the massive stone fortress with flying buttresses and grand towers we often imagine a castle to be, our homes are no less a bastion of our safety and comfort. So we approach his gate and knock. But how? Regardless of local custom, there is always the request to see the master of the home, and we knock. We do not just burst through the gates like an invader, for surely the master of this small castle will respond as though we are. Do we knock lightly in hopes that the master of the home does not become offended? What if he does not hear the call, and so does not answer the call? So then we must knock harder. But how hard? Should we knock hard enough to ensure he might hear us? No matter his location or activity within and... Dot, dot, dot. That's the end of the first page. And I hope everybody enjoyed that, and if you didn't, oh well, I tried. Alright, and then this is going to be the editor's note from Europe and Diaspora. Um, and this will probably be the last thing we do for today's stream. I know it's kind of a short one, but it's... Well, unless Hans is really pressed to, to, to share something, but which is, is fine too. Alright, this is the letter from the editor from the first, from the second Europe and Diaspora that's about to come out. There were many topics and concepts that have occupied my mind this last year. One of the most important is our nature, our bio-spirit, if you will. Blood, kin, memory, life, death can get kind of heavy. Though this year has allowed for a lot of reflection, it is in an odd way a level of introspection that is rare to get. We were all forced to slow down, and not in a good way. Panic, anxiety, fear, anger, rage, betrayal, loss, lies, so much can happen in a year. There is a comfort to feeling rooted, if not physically in the hustle and bustle of this world, but perhaps in spirit. As I said long ago when I wrote the editor's note for the first issue, the reconnection with my heritage has been invaluable to me. I didn't stop at the door. I have actually tr actively tried to find a good spot in this raging river and jump in, even if I feel like I can merely bop at the surface for now. I learned of spirits that dwell in caves and in deep lakes and mighty mountains, gods that walked alongside our people, and heroes who vanquished armies. I learned the mythology of my ancestors' homeland, though in all of that I think one of the most important things I realized was the nature of my people, at least from my perspective. Sometimes it takes someone from the outside looking in to give you that piece you hadn't seen before. A statement not even directed to, to me, but a friend, opened a weird and wonderful door of thought I'd never considered. We call you the hairy people, from a Chinese man to a friend of mine. A discussion on differences between the groups spawned a rather odd way of looking at things. What can seem like one of the strangest things can be an insight that you'd never have noticed before. What the Chinese man spoke of was Veles hair, the peach fuzz that covers Europeans but not any other pure race of man. 
After extensive digging, I found I could not disprove the man's odd statement. Not only that, it led me down a rabbit hole of both physical and spiritual differences, resulting in a view of the world more akin to Middle Earth than the rather sanitized Earth we live on today. Funny the things that happen that can lead to surprising epiphanies. It was this small thing that led me to figure out that the old saying, the land reflects the people and the people reflect the land, could not be more apt. From the Samoans and their wave-like hair to the Africans' gazelle-like bounce and the Amazonian thumb-like big toe, I found that indeed it goes far further than skin deep. The more I searched, the more I realized we are in fact as different from each other as can be, even more so though that our people reflect our home as well, the forests of the north. Light skin to absorb sunlight, hair that can come in many colors, much like a fox, diets that reflect the forest bounty. All these odd realizations made it clear not only that me and my people are unique, but that the whole of the races of man are of their own land. Such a small thing that I had never realized, it became the starting point to recognize at heart we are the people of the north. As odd as it may seem, that realization marks us at home so long as we are near the trees and the snow. For we are the people who shared our land with our bare mother of old, we who were born under the aurora. We walked the frozen land and we built homes amidst woods long after remembered as enchanted. The stories of our people from Asgard and Olympus to Red Riding Hood and Baba Yaga reflect this. Our very form shows we are at home in the North Woods. Our very spirit yearns for it. The feeling of home is present every time I look in the mirror and the little hairs the Chinese man marveled at become a halo in the light. And all the things me and my people had felt bad over physically, spiritually, and historically began to fall off, like snow melting in the dawn. I saw for once that truly we are a people, not just in color, but in our biology, our spiritual legacy of folklore and customs, our lineage that survived eons just for us to stand here, is ingrained on a level so deep that it can never be erased from us. All this from hair is so small that it took a Chinese man to point out that they were more than that, than just a thing. Thank you, whoever you were. I had forgotten just how deep this goes. My ancestors had forgotten. I remember now, and I will not forget, as I look at the sky through irises shaped like sunbursts, I know I am a member of my people, and I remember that we have always shined just like the sun, both in body and in spirits. We, the stewards of the northern woods. Yay! Um, so, uh, yeah, unless you got something else that you want to toss in there, Hans, um, pretty much we're we're wrapped up for the day. Uh, let people know what, what it is that we're working on. Um, Thursday show will probably be a normal show, I'm guessing, um, for now. But right now, we're still... It, it, it's crunch time. We're in crunch time at the moment. Um, I think um, good. Uh, yeah, there's just... there's uh, Even if... Yeah, it may seem like we'll be gone, but... Guess what? No, we are still working on stuff. That's uh, yeah, that's just what it is. And for everyone that has stuck with us up until now, thank you very much. It's very much appreciated, and I mean that. Uh, I guess it's fair to say that you guys are among those who are the reason why we keep doing this and want to keep going. And there is many more people waiting out there yet. So uh, yeah. Let's keep working on things, and good things will come of it. Your goodbye, Ike? I'll just say that the future is bright, even if right now it seems like we're at dusk time. Everybody, have a good day. 
Alright, and yeah, I'm 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 excited about what's coming up. Uh, I hope everybody else is. And yeah, we're still gonna do uh, our regular schedule. Um until we don't have an exact date yet, but we'll keep everybody uh, updated on it until some point in mid-May, and then we'll take two to four weeks off yet. Uh, and again, we're not quite sure how long um, to get everything scraped together, scraped together, streamlined, and then we can get some serious starts on some on some very important things that we're doing. And uh, yeah, oh, and make sure to check out White Falcon Studio on YouTube. Uh, that's where we play our typical or our normal intro song, uh, and uh, it's the the band name that it's under is Trova de Lind, Trova de Lid, and check them out on Bandcamp. Um, so yeah, until then, remember we are the gods of the future, and um, we need to behave like it.
Oh, thank you.